0: This is Mastering Menopause. By using fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset, you can master your hormones and get your body back. I'm Kathy Cote with Catalyst Fitness and Nutrition. Let's get into it. Welcome to the first episode of Mastering Menopause. With this podcast, I want to talk about all the things that you can do to master your menopause. So what is menopause? It's all the crazy symptoms that you might be dealing with right now like insomnia fatigue stubborn weight gain and brain fog basically all the undesirable symptoms that we go through as women starting right around the age of 35 the average is right around 40 so interestingly enough those are actually symptoms of perimenopause and these will subside once you actually go into menopause which is when you stop having your period for 12 months so this stage can be 10 to 15 years or so and it's that journey that to getting through menopause that is the struggle here so remember um, all the big changes that you went through in puberty this stage isn't any less dramatic Once we're in menopause, though, we will have to deal with some muscle and bone loss due to the lower estrogen levels. So this is why I will be focusing a lot on strength training and nutrition, as well as lifestyle and mindset. Hormonal changes aren't something that you just have to put up with. There are things that you can do on your own to ease the symptoms of perimenopause. And don't think that it's all downhill after you turn 40. My big question is, why does nobody discuss perimenopause when this is, when it feels like everything is just going haywire, when we're dealing with the exhaustion, the insomnia, the brain fog, inflammation, night sweats, hot flashes, and extra belly fat. I think once you understand the hormonal changes that are happening, you can better prepare yourself mentally and physically and change the way that you look and feel. So I know once I turned 45 or so, I'd been dreading turning 40 I've been dreading turning 50 and going into menopause because I always associated 50 with menopause, and the average age for entering menopause is 52, so... I was pretty sure that I'd gain weight all of a sudden, that I would get the dreaded menopause, that my moods would be all over the place, and that I'd be a sweaty, hot, flashy mess waking up in a puddle of sweat in the middle of the night. And now that I'm 53, I realize that I've actually been going through perimenopause for a few years now. I just didn't know it because I didn't have a ton of crazy symptoms, and my symptoms were mild compared to the stories that I heard, but either way, they were a pretty big change changes for me. I did end up gaining weight that I just couldn't seem to lose no matter what I did, how much I worked out, and it was predominantly in my belly area. There was a period for about a year where I would sweat so much in my classes or any time that I worked out. I was a spin instructor and I would be soaked from head to toes and there was no such thing as putting in a little bit of dry shampoo in after class and carrying on with my day. I'd have to use a hair dryer if I didn't have time to take a shower. And I also noticed that my sweat started to smell a little bit different. I wouldn't say bad, you know, like there's a <laughs> a good sweat, but it was just different. And I also noticed um, getting a little bit of that fine peach fuzz on my face. And then one day I looked at my chin and there was this hair on there. It was like almost half an inch long. And I just wondered like, where the heck did that come from? Um so all these little symptoms um I just chalked it up to age My mood I'm definitely more of a happy person but I started to notice a bit of a adverse reaction or maybe um, possibly an intolerance to alcohol I never knew how it was gonna hit me so one night I could be having fun laughing and then the next night uh, my mood would be a little bit dark and I'd be moody and I just wasn't sure like which way it was going to go and one night I could have three glasses of wine no problem and the next time I'd be a mess stumbling my words and not making any sense after having just one drink so it was getting a little confusing like what was going on there I also started to get um, a rash from certain wines and cocktails and I also started to have some pretty strong reactions and intolerances to foods with some extreme bloating whenever I ate So I actually ended up having a comprehensive test done to show my foods because I had done a couple of elimination diets and it just wasn't working for me. Every time I would have something to eat, I would have some kind of a reaction. So um, my test came back with a big intolerance to black pepper, pork, chickpeas, and coffee, as well as FDNC yellow number six and ibuprofen. And I don't think there's any way that I would have been able to figure this out without the test that I had done. So once I had the test, I could kind of eliminate those things. Um, I worked my way around the coffee. I figured I figured out that I couldn't have um, Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, and I was a Dunks girl. But I found I could have Pete's Coffee or uh, Newman's Organic. And as far as FD and C yellow number six, that one's a sneaky one. It's in a few um, quite a few different foods, but mostly I noticed it when I was eating M&Ms, which I love. So um, just have to avoid that one because I get extreme bloating from that. It's just uncomfortable. But it was just very noticeable once I was in my 40s the change that I was going through and also um, my allergies so my spring allergies ended up being all year long and it was just something that i had to deal with i was taking Claritin every single day even in the winter to deal with my symptoms like um, runny nose sneezing and um, watery eyes and then the last thing that i noticed was my breasts were getting longer and not just bigger but Longer, So I didn't really think anything of these symptoms. Um, They didn't come all at once. They just kind of phased in and out. And I didn't tie them to my health or my hormones. I just chalked it up to getting older. And at this point, I was really dreading menopause because that's when I was like, "Uh uh-oh, you know, things are, they're gonna get really bad um, going into menopause. Um, I've always been pretty active. I was a runner. I did a few marathons, a spin instructor like I mentioned before, and I always went to the gym and lifted weights. But once I turned 50, I hit a weight that I was really uncomfortable seeing. I was 15 pounds heavier than I wanted to be, and everything that I was doing just wasn't working. So I finally hired a nutrition coach, and made some tweaks that I needed to in my diet to lose the weight, and I ended up losing just a little bit over 15 pounds, but it was making this shift in my nutrition that made such a huge difference, and I noticed that in my health as well. I was eating more protein, drinking a little less wine, and focusing more on whole foods, and generally just cutting out a lot of the crap that I was eating, and that's when I started to see uh, my symptoms were fading. And I could get off of the Claritin, um, my weight was holding, and this is what inspired me to become a nutrition coach and really dive into health and hormones. And this is what I want to share with you, and it's going to be the main focus of this podcast, like I mentioned earlier, nutrition training lifestyle, and mindset are so important, especially at this phase in your life. You aren't alone. Perimenopause is something that we should be talking about so that we can all deal with it together. And the thing is, is there aren't any good tests to measure perimenopause. So it's hard to distinguish when we're actually going to go into menopause. And I think a lot of doctors are um, misinformed and they're just treating our symptoms rather than the root causes. So you can go in to the doctor and say, you know, your periods are irregular, um, you don't feel like yourself, and they're quick to just give you birth control pills or Xanax and send you on your way rather than dealing with the fluctuation in the hormones. And there are things that you can do pretty easily to mitigate those symptoms. So we need to get real with what's happening to our bodies. Share this experience with your friends and your coworkers or anyone else that you care about. We should be rocking this stage in our life. Maybe your kids are older or even out of the house and you have more time to focus on yourself now. So I think the first thing that you can do is A, talk to your friends and see if they share the same experiences. And bonding is something that we need as women. It releases oxytocin, which is also known as the love hormone, and it makes us feel good, feeling seen, heard, and loved. And then there are the big rocks that you should address first, like sleep and stress. And then you can fine-tune your workouts and your diet. Add in some rest days, maybe some play days, and things like journaling and meditations. And just start with those small tweaks to master your menopause with style and grace. You don't have to do everything all at once. Each week I'll be discussing strategies to help you navigate hormonal changes using nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and mindset. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please recommend or share this with a friend. I'm open to any questions or comments that you may have for me. Please use the link in the show notes to get in touch with me, and I look forward to hearing from you. This is Kathy Cote from Mastering Menopause.